G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Well, always interesting to talk about earthquakes, the ground shaking, rooms moving. Uh, Those things are very interesting to us, and we always like it when there's not too much damage to report. But there's been two earthquakes recorded in Queensland earlier this morning. Dan Connolly from Geoscience Australia joining us to talk through those uh, earthquakes that happened at Eidsvold in Queensland. Hello, Dan. Welcome along to 2020. G'day, g'day. Thanks for having me. Dan, great to talk to you. Uh, this is a fairly rare thing to get an earthquake more than five on the Richter scale. Yes, that's right. Yeah, so we've had um, a, a 5.1, which is quite rare for uh, anywhere in Australia, really. Um, and it happens to have happened in an area where we've um, had a moderately sparse history in the last 30 years. Um, but yes, so we had a, a 5.1 earthquake at 1.57 Queensland time, local time. And... Um, as you might expect, it was uh, bright and early in the morning, and um, but still, we still managed to have quite a large number of uh, felt reports. Now, there was a second one that followed not long after. That's right, yeah. We have had a, lum- a number of um, aftershocks. We had, in fact, we had about 10 aftershocks within the hour afterwards, but um, the 2.9 aftershock is the one that we um, have put on the web, and... Um, uh, as it was the clearest and the easiest to see, and we'll have our an- analysts continue to look at um, any o- other events after that. So, yes, there was a, a 2.9 that happened shortly afterwards. Uh, Dan, there wasn't any reports of any major damage at all, uh, just a small community there in Eidsvold. Uh, what sort of damage can a five-level earthquake actually uh, do? Um, a five can cause uh, some some pretty serious damage. Um, it, it's always going to depend on a number of factors. Um, the major one would be, the major two, I, sh- I should say, would be the just the sheer distance to the epicenter, and um, and also the uh, the building codes of the buildings in the area. This earthquake was um, it it was about 30 kilometres away uh, from Eidsvold, and um, and and Eidsvold is only a smaller. Um, uh, town. So the fact that we have had nearly a thousand felt reports, it is uh, quite surprising. Um, but in those near near thousand felt reports, we had had about we haven't had any serious uh, damage reported. So that's good. So a thousand reports of people who felt the tremor. Now, how far away would that have been felt from the epicenter there near Eidsvold? Yeah, we've had. Um, We've had people from Brisbane emailing or calling up, uh, so uh, that's probably about 300 kilometres south of the epicentre, and then we've had people as far north as uh, Rockhampton, which a um, little bit less than 300, but still, it's quite a significant distance for a um, for a magnitude uh, well for any earthquake, I suppose, but yeah, for a magnitude five. Uh, now, given there was the the 5.1 magnitude quake and it was followed up about 45 minutes later, there was a lesser one. I guess the question on people's lips will be, uh, is that the last we'll likely see or are there more aftershocks expected? 
I could say that I would. Um, I would say that I would expect to see some some more tremors tremors happening afterwards, uh, and I, I base that on um, on historic patterns really, rather than um, um, scientific analysis of the waveforms themselves. It's, it's quite. I would say that it's likely that we would have smaller tremors. Um, but I couldn't really, uh, with any accuracy, claim or predict um, any earthquakes um, of a similar magnitude to the first one. And how long since we would have had a earthquake of that magnitude anywhere on Australian shores, Dan? Uh, it's, it's, not, it's as, you, as you said, it's fairly rare. Well, that's right. Um, in uh, if you were to ask the question in a local sense, we have had two earthquakes about that size in the last fifty years. So you've got to go back 50 years before you can get another couple of earthquakes that size. But as far as anywhere in Australia goes, we did just a couple of years ago, two and a half years ago, we had 5.4 earthquake in Maui, um, near Maui in the Gippsland region of uh, Victoria. And that one was felt in Melbourne, which is, um, that one actually caused minor damage, tipped you know, things off shelves and whatnot. And that was about 50 kilometres away from Melbourne. Um, so, um, so yeah, we did have one a couple of years ago, but um, the earthquakes that happen near the population centres, they are quite rare. Now, Dan, we don't often have these earthquakes, as we've been saying. What do people do if there is a strong tremor that they are feeling? Is it uh, something to be very afraid of? Uh, should you stay indoors? Should you get outdoors? Uh, what do you do if there is an earthquake? Well, it always helps to be prepared um, before the earthquake happens, you know, knowing your local area, uh, particularly if there's a history of earthquakes, um, some, you know, it might be good to have an emergency kit with uh, battery-operated radio, torch, spare batteries, etc. Um, and then to know a list of emergency numbers. Um, and these, these ones are quite sort of um, common sensey. But another one that a lot of people don't really think of is to identify a meeting place in case you become separated from loved ones. That one can sometimes be uh, a good thing to have on hand. Um, but as far as the uh, an imminent earthquake, often you won't really have a lot of time to do anything. Um, the, probably the best thing to do, or well, immediately we say, I say, stop, cover, and hold, um, and um, basically sort of squat to the ground, maybe push yourself under a table or close to a wall. Um, um, you won't really have time to run outside and moving around is probably not a great thing. So the simple advice would be to stay indoors. If you do happen to be outdoors, stay outdoors and stay in the open, keep clear of buildings and um, trees, power lines, etc. Um, and if you're in a, uh, a vehicle, stop in an open area and listen to your car radio for advice. I'd say that's probably, without trying to overload your listeners, I'd say that's probably um, uh, a good place to start. <laughs> good advice, Dan. I hope we don't have to use it. But as you say, <laughs> you know, every family should have their own emergency plan. And typically we don't think about earthquakes here in Australia because we don't seem to get too many of them. But it is one that you could probably add to uh, maybe the fine print on the list. Uh, there right. is a possibility of an earthquake. How possible is it to have an earthquake uh, in Australia a anywhere? I mean, obviously you have fault lines and things like that. Uh, are there fault lines that you guys don't know about uh, that could actually pose a risk? Um, I would say that there are fault lines that we don't know about. There's a lot we don't know about this 
you know, planet we live on. Um, but as far as um, uh, the big prominent ones, they tend to be um, uh, have caused earthquakes and are known to us. So the it would be more likely that if it was a big earthquake, it's because it's happened in an area known to us rather than a brand new one. Uh, it is conceivable that uh, an earthquake could open up a new fault line, but um, I'm probably getting into you know, <laughs> technical technicalities here. Um, but uh, yeah, there are plenty of fault lines in, in Australia, and um, um, Australia is a big country. There's plenty of um, open space out where there's um, um, nobody living to feel it. We'll still pick it up on our senses, but uh, it's usually... Um, a lot more pleasant to deal with when there's not really much threat of people in danger. Well, Dan, thanks so much for your insights and uh, certainly to people in the Eidsvold area who might be most concerned. And we do have some listeners, uh, the nearest centre there listening into our conversation would be Mundubra, just nearby. Uh, yep. But certainly uh, good to have your insights, Dan Connolly from Geoscience Australia. Thanks so much for being with us today on 2020. No worries. Uh, if I could just quickly throw in there, if that's all right, sure. um, that if you have felt anything, by all means, um, call us on our 1800 number. That's 1800 655 739 or give us an email on earthquakes at ga.gov.au. It really helps us to be able to get as much information as we can. Dan Connolly from Geoscience Australia. Thanks, Dan. Thanks, Neil. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.